Hey, what's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play on this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Tom Holland spotted on the set of the Venom movie as the Spider-Man sequels get ready to shoot in Europe. Trump may have to field questions about Black Panther's homeland. Disney releases a new photo of Ant-Man and the Wasp in costume with some surprising hidden imagery. And the Flash movie gets a pair of directors. Plus, our review of the Black Lightning pilot on CW. Rugboy gives us a quick review of the new Godzilla anime on Netflix. And so much more all in this this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, January 18th, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. Be funny. Disturbing. Jock and Nerd. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, what's up? How's it going? Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. And he's the rug boy. Good earth to your rugs. How's it going? What's up, dudes? How's it going? And welcome back, Anthony. Welcome back, Anthony. We missed you. Is a phrase nobody actually said last week. No one said But I'm glad you're back. You made it off the holy ship. Uh, If you're just catching us now, you don't know the backstory, listener. Anthony was out last week. He was on an EDM cruise called Holy Ship. Oh, shit. And uh, I I think everyone is dying to know, Anthony. How was the ship? (laughs) It was... uh blessed for sure oh it's definitely blessed were there people on there that thought it was a religious cruise and accidentally booked themselves a pair of tickets <laughs> that's what i thought would happen no 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 okay no uh it was great uh it was one of the wildest experiences i've ever had in my life um, Jeez, explain the itinerary what went how did this happen oh so it's it's a norwegian cruise ship so okay. the norwegian's a big cruise line yeah i um, mean normally cruises are, are somewhat depressing i would say for someone like me um, because cruises are either really old people yeah. or people, you know, families. kids with families yeah. and, it, and it's, you know, there's casino and there's food and there's weird entertainment. It's like a, a walk. It's like a moving hotel, but for old people. So cruises aren't that fun. I yeah. mean, they're okay, but they're not like for me. Um, but this cruise is completely different. It's a, uh, EDM cruise. It's a party cruise really more than an EDM cruise. Cause, uh, EDM wasn't only music being spun. It was like a lot of hip hop, a lot of R and B, um, Basically, what happens is they, Holy Ship does two sailings a year. I was on the second one. Okay. Uh, they take over a Norwegian cruise line ship called the Epic, and they set up about seven stages. Damn. Two on the deck, five down beneath, and in, in random, you know, like auditoriums and uh, bars and all that stuff. And they set them up, and it's basically a, a gigantic party. The itinerary was from Port Canaveral, so Cape Canaveral, where Nassau launches a lot of stuff. Uh, they went from there. You got picked up there. You went down to a private island in the Bahamas, and then basically right back up. So it was four days, three nights. Damn. Um, the private island in the Bahamas was set up so that we got off, and there's a beach party and DJ spinning on the beach. So it's just one massive party. I mean, the first night, they uh, theme it. Every night they theme it. So like the first night, everyone's wearing onesies. 
Oh, second okay. night, it was themed dynamic duos, so everyone was dressed up like some sort of famous duo. Uh, and then the third night was uh, Back to the Future themed, so everyone's dressed in either future clothes or past clothes. Oh, that's fun. It's like yeah. cosplay. It's like EDM yeah, cosplay. And I would say like the crowd is a bit older because cruises are expensive. Oh, so okay. People in their like late 20s to mid-30s, I would say. There's a lot of older people too, like you really find chicks people. closer to your age now, Anthony. Now you're 30. That's yeah, good. yeah, That's yeah, a, yeah, that was a good must idea. Must have been rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically you wake up at like noon, one o'clock, go eat. Like the food is amazing. You can it's unlimited food, and then you just party all day and all night. They have DJs spinning until five thirty in the morning. Damn, uh, I looked up photos of this, and all I saw was like half naked chicks everywhere. Oh yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I saw so much pasty and ass and. <laughs> titties and right on. it was insane <laughs> well it was it was even like a crazier experience than like uh edc for me yeah then going i think to, it's, even, uh, like it's a little bit more of a niche crowd like like the people that do this yeah like there's some people that do it every year so they call it uh once you get on the ship you're forever part of what they call ship fam okay what's up so, ship fam yeah so it's like an <laughs> exclusive thing that like now I've, I've done and i've been a part of man would you recommend it and or do it again i would recommend it to <laughs> the right person okay i wouldn't recommend it to like you no maybe actually it. maybe you would have fun uh, um i don't know i would recommend it for like <laughs> if you're you're into the scene and and you just want to act like a delinquent for four nights escape adulting for yeah, four it nights it literally is just like escaping adulting for a while bit and was david zika there i didn't see him he mm. might have been watching me from the corner <laughs> he was, the, <laughs> he was just following you everywhere he was just following me maybe about 30 feet away i asked some questions okay go, go all right uh when you stop on the island mm-hmm. like how long do you stop for is it one day and then you you're done yeah, it's like a day so they think you you dock you you can take a little like mini ship or a mini boat over to the island you don't have to go on the island and it's like, i think it's from like noon to like six and they just have music playing so all did day. you get cabin fever at any point in time being on this boat all the time uh no not really because every everywhere you go is a little different um the boats are i mean they're, it's they're just giant. It's hard it's to describe city. it's massive yeah right? it's, it's just like massive. a little neighborhood on a, on a boat yeah there's you know there's t- 15 floors damn yeah you know, it's just how massive. does it float i don't get it i don't know it, it's so big like you 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 look in the distance and you see this like mini building and you're like oh that's my fucking ship right there wow yeah no cabin fever i mean maybe i would have if i would have stayed like a week but four days was like perfect amount of time yeah that sounds like it's short enough to to be fun and then right. you know they'd be like okay i want to go home yeah i mean by the end of it i was like give me the fuck off this boat yeah oh, really <laughs> yeah. yeah well i was also I've like i've been on cruises before and yeah. usually when they're a week long i'm like get me the fuck home yeah. now yeah yeah cool for like two or three days and for us is stretching it but yeah cool. anything did you go ham how much do you remember i remember a lot of it actually okay. um Drinks are expensive. <laughs> that's I bet. That's where they get you. The yeah. food because what are you going to do? You got to pay for your booze. You got to pay for your booze. Yeah. You can't not drink and you can't buy it anywhere else. I, mean, I, I looked at my, part of it was I looked at my bill at the end and I was horrified. So I was like, get me the fuck off this place. <laughs> well, because they, they link the boat, the your key card to your credit card. So okay. you're just using key cards. You're, you're just not really, swiping. You don't yeah, know how much really money. Oh, taking, that's dangerous. Yeah. You're not really taking into account how much money you're spending until Damn. you get your bill at the end. Oh, yeah. Right on. I mean, I'm glad you made it back. And uh, I love living vicariously through your your crazy <laughs> you, you didn't ask adventures. the most important 
questions. I'll leave it to you, Rugs. Yeah. So, like, uh, what are we doing here? Were you were you uh, hogging? Were you <laughs> were you straight up looking dimes? Or hit, what are hit you doing? It and quit it. Was there a hit it and quit it situation? Uh. He's I a gentleman, I, though. He never yeah, talks. Yeah, I, I, I'm 30 now. I'm a gentleman. I, I, maybe for the post show, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about <laughs> Whoa, that. Oh, okay. Well, subscribe for, for that. Yeah, you want to hear about this? Oh, salacious. Uh, I, I had, okay. I'll, let's just say that um, <laughs> I was walked in on a few times by my roommate and had to kick him out. A few oh, times. That's, okay. That's happened to that's you good a lot. News. Yes. Okay. I like that. All right. Well, thanks for uh, joining us uh, for another great episode of Travel and Cruises Around the World <laughs> Review Show. We'll, we'll call this episode 30 is not slowing Anthony down. <laughs> Sponsored by the Tourism Bureau of the Bahamas. Now, if you are a new listener, you may be a little bit confused. That's uh, We just had to catch up with our buddy, the jock who missed last week. But what we do on the show, what you're going to get is, listener, say it with me, comic book and superhero TV news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Talking nerd. Ah, nice. Modified tagline. You can't give me shit about interviews. It may be an interview. It may be not. This show, we're going to do a bunch of news, catch up on some news, and we are going to review the pilot of CW's Black Lightning uh, that aired this week. Uh, but before we do that, make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts if you have an iOS device, or you can follow us on Spotify if you do not have an iOS device. All these links can be found in the show notes for this episode, jockandair.com slash 204. That'll have links to everything we talk about. And you guys, let's get to the news because all I got to say is this. Somebody touch my spaghetti! <laughs> the Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. I bet you're really confused. It has nothing to do with the show. Somebody touch my spaghetti! Listener, if you want to get involved with the conversation, you want to get in touch with us, visit our uh, contact page on the website, jockandnerd.com slash contact, where you'll find our Twitter, our Facebook page, email, a little contact form. You can send us your voice and our awesome Facebook group. Where conversations start, they end, they overlap from the podcast. We pull a lot of things from there. And I changed the name of the group this week. It was called the Jock and Nerd Community. It is now called Jock and Nerd Nation. Jock and Nerd. I like that better. You could like be a member too. of Jock and Nerd Nation. And I got to give credit where credit is due. And that credit is due to our listener, Jimmy the Geek, Jimmy Graben. He commented right away, love the new name of the Facebook group. Can I take credit for coining the term Jock and Nerd Nation? I think I said that in one of my emails and didn't realize it would stick. Love it. Absolutely. Jimmy Graben gets full credit. He did say that, and I love it. This so, should be a t-shirt, by the way. Oh, there will there will be. I have so many ideas for t-shirts. Don't worry, listener. I've got, we'll work on some. Uh, we be a member of Jock and Nerd Nation. John Seifert gave us a new modified tagline. I love how the listeners are contributing. Matthew Lords also commented on the switch of the name, who said, moving on up, community has turned into a nation. Maybe a shithole nation? Uh, so who all, and absolutely it's a shithole nation. And then he's throughout, like, he wants to do, like, an Infinity War outing. He says, who all in the shithole nation live around Chicago? I'm in the Northwest Burbs. I'm thinking Jock and Nerd Podcast Infinity War outing. Uh, I like that uh, idea. Now. Make it happen. If Matthew Lawrence can organize it, because I got a lot on my plate right now. Yeah, that would he, be fantastic. He, yeah, we're not organizing it, but. <laughs> you guys <laughs> can do it. And maybe you get him around to show up. <laughs> but if you organize yeah. it, I, I also, the day he suggested, I will already have probably seen the movie. But like I said. We'll go see it again. I'll go see it again. 
If if there is a jock and nerd meetup, I will go see it again. Maddie, love your idea. Make it happen. You're in charge. I'm passing the ball to you. Speaking of passing the ball, did you guys notice there's sports talk in the jock and nerd group page now? Yeah. It's very confusing. <laughs> I like I, it. I, I, I'm glad you like You like it. I know you like it. I like it. I think it's great. But like... Uh, it's just weird. It's like you're you're in your house and then there's a room with people and they're talking. And you're like, I have no idea what these people are talking about, but they're having a good time. So that's fine. <laughs> Plus, we have now over 125 members. You know, every week I read the new members and it's been fun because it's been a couple of people. Well, like 25 new people joined wow. the group this week. I am not reading everyone's names. Don't worry. I will shout out a couple of people. I want to welcome Justin Zwerner, who has sent us Facebook messages and links. I know he's been listening. Uh, HD Darius, who was added by Jason Mumerit. Uh, they're both hosts on the Voice from the Underground podcast. And then Bonner Demling joined, who is a, a friend of Matt's, who he turned on to the show. And she's a patron uh, of uh, ours, which is awesome. And then... All of Jess Rivera's friends. Oh, shit. I believe he added all of his friends to the Facebook group. I so. think everybody should be doing that. You should yes. be adding all your friends to this. The That's more, a good idea. the merrier. Invite them all in. As long as everyone's civil and you're having a good time, I got no problem. I will shout out one of your buddies, Rob Fury, because, first of all, he has a pretty fucking cool name, uh, Fury. Don't Rob make him angry. Fury. Don't make him angry. But he commented, listen to your last Jedi review and love it. So thanks, wow. Rob, for Good. listening. And uh, everyone else, uh, uh, comment, make, make, make it known that you've listened. I will say your name. Invite all your friends. We don't give a fuck. I can always bounce people if they're being assholes. But everyone's cool, and there's lots of fun geek shit talk uh, at the community. Okay, guys, let's start with some Marvel movie news. Oh, man. The big rumor hitting the webs. This is very interesting. Uh, According to John Schnapp, who uh, is on Collider Movie Talk and works for the the website Collider, who I love their show. I listen to them all the time. This guy, he has predicted things in the past. He's come out with broken scoops that have happened. He has sources. Uh, He said this in his show Movie Talk, and I I heard him say this. Spider-Man is going to be in Venom. Oh, shit. For the last couple of months, we've been hearing how Sony is keeping it all separated and Spider-Man is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but every other character that's in the Spider-Man universe is separate. All I'm saying is that Spider-Man, and I'm talking about Tom Holland's Spider-Man, is going to be in Venom. He went on to clarify that Tom Holland had been spotted on the set for two days on Venom. So I think this is a Tom Holland, Peter Parker cameo. We may not see Spider-Man in suit. I don't know. Also... Uh, none of this could be used. Like he could have shot something and could have entirely be cut out. Uh, it's, I just, it's very confusing to start this venom with a 15 year old Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, so what do you guys feel about this? I mean, Uh, well, it's, I mean, Sony owns the Spider-Man, you know, IP. They got a deal. Yes. They have Um, a deal. Now, Spider-Man may not be able to, they may have some kind of hard negotiation on Spider-Man. On like how he appears or whatever, but if let's say Peter Parker interacts with the alien symbiote and then it immediately goes off of him and onto the other guy and then he's no longer in the movie anymore. Yes. Then that's probably what they'll you're gonna try to do. If if you're making sense out of things. Yeah, you know, and the other thing is uh Tom Holland, that's a busy schedule. They just wrapped Avengers four. 
he did this cameo and he very in a few months he's going to start shooting the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming. Could there be something in Infinity War Avengers 4 with Peter Parker and a symbiote that leads to this movie and then goes back into the sequel? Is this movie in connected to the MCU? Will it still be R-rated if they're letting their likable PG-13 IP in the Venom movie? I don't like any of it. No? Why? No. First off, I worry about things that don't matter, but I don't want the Venom in the MCU, at least this mm. version of it. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, if you're going to do the black suit Spider-Man, that deserve I I would prefer that the black suit, the symbiote starts off in a Spider-Man movie first. Mm -hmm. And there is a whole storyline and a whole movie around that before you then parlay that into a Venom movie. But to have it just be in the Venom movie to start and have Tom Holland as a cameo, I don't see any way that cannot be rushed or not really make any damn sense. I completely agree. But <laughs> seeing what, what Marvel's been doing is like they don't want to redo anything that has been right. done in the previous movies in which they've already done the Venom movie. Yeah. They probably don't want to do ever do it anyway. Probably. So like if I mean so if Marvel were to sit there and continue with home with the Homecoming Spider Man, um, they probably would never touch Venom. I don't. I, I doubt it. I doubt they would. I, I would prefer that if they if that's what Marvel's thinking, then just do the Venom movie. Don't have Tom Holland in it and just. Do something else, which I thought was going to be the case. This is so funny because the reaction initially when we heard this, we're like, how you do Tom Spider-Man? You got to put Peter Parker in here. And now they're they're saying there's a cameo. And a lot of people yeah, are it like, sound like we're speaking out of both sides what? of our mouth. We don't want Peter Parker in this because it doesn't make any sense. I don't care because I don't care about this movie. So it's like, <laughs> I don't care. What they yeah, I think that's part of what's pissing me off, too, is yeah. I didn't care about this movie. And yeah. now I'm going to be. As an MCU fanatic, now right. I'm going to be forced to care about a movie that I didn't want to care about. Is this part of the canon? And, and, Is this part of the larger be, story? Yeah, Do I, I need to watch this now? Exactly. And I feel like it's already going to be a mistake. You didn't love the super exciting photo of Tom Hardy they released last week of him in a blue shirt and a notebook as uh, Eddie Brock, our no. first official yes. image from Venom. Amazing. Uh, uh, I actually think the movie might be okay. I'm kind of excited now. I'm just not excited. I'm just not excited for this him to do i don't know i'm just not excited know. for I'm, this version i'm of a little flip floppy too because if him being in the movie means they're not going to give us an r-rated venom then i don't want him in the fucking movie i don't care let's go hard on like a scary venom but what you said anthony is also makes a lot of sense because you have no connection to this black suit before all of a sudden it becomes venom you need the connection with spider-man for venom to mean something right so, uh, I don't know. That is crazy, but uh, Tom Holland's working hard because that segues right into the next news story. Uh, it sounds like uh, they're going to be shooting a lot in Europe for the Spider-Man Homecoming <laughs> sequel, right? Spider-Man, everyone's friendly neighborhood New York Spider-Man, who hasn't even been shown swing through Manhattan yet, this Tom Holland, in any of these movies. Right. We've seen him in Germany. We've seen him in Washington, D.C. We've seen him in Queens. I've, I would love to see him swinging through Manhattan skyline. We might not get that. He's going to be in Europe. Uh, the, so it's being reported that shooting will start on May 28th for the sequel's 2019 release date. Even more interesting, though, is the fact that all signs are pointed to Peter Parker heading overseas. We've heard, according to this article, they said we've heard that shooting might take place in Germany, but the UK is set to be another likely location and could tell us an awful lot about this movie. After all, audition tapes for Gwen Stacy have shown European actresses trying out for the role. 
So she may be like a foreign exchange student that he meets there when he goes abroad. Oh. Will this give him space from Aunt May, who like found out he was Spider-Man at the very end of the movie? Spoilers. If you haven't seen it, I don't care. Fuck you. Uh, (laughs) But like right after that, that beat right after that last moment, like this would give him some space. But again, uh, just put him in New York. I mean, I know we've seen him in New York and all the other movies, but that's where he belongs. I don't like well, it. Well, why would you do that? <laughs> why so would far, you, two for why two would with you Anthony. have Aunt May find out that he's Spider-Man only to like put him in Europe where I don't know, she only can't to be like, there. ship him off. Yeah, where she's worrying about him. I don't him. know. Is he just, yeah. The Aunt, May, the Aunt May thing totally makes this like a whole different, not even Spider-Man. I don't know what it is. I, I, don't, I don't mind Gwen Stacy being maybe like European. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's too much of a, a, a bad idea. Um, I just don't like that. You don't. You haven't seen him swing through the streets of Manhattan, but now you're going to see him in fucking Germany or some shit again. Spider Man is distinctly New York. Yeah, although I bought so on the um, the Blu-ray of Homecoming where they have an extra bit, which is like all the stuff that he filmed himself in the beginning of the movie. But there's like a whole little mini movie. There's more to it. Yeah, and it's like him going sightseeing and going through the streets and trying things. And it's kind of it's kind of fun. It's kind of cute. I can see them doing something like that. I just kind don't of feel like they've uh, established New York yet for this. No, Spider-Man. they haven't. He has never been to Manhattan. Uh, nobody in Manhattan knows uh, who Spider-Man is. Like he needs to be New York Spider-Man first before he can travel like that. And what villain are you going to do? They don't want to do Osborne again. They want to do something they've never done. So uh, Mysterio. I, do, I would no, love. Wait, Myster- no, they've done Mysterio, right? No, they haven't done oh. Mysterio. Raven. Craven would be cool. Oh, Craven seems like he'd be a European. But Sony. Fuck. So here's. Oh my God! I just brought up a great question. Will the villains? Will Sony's plan affect what villains they use? Because Sony has said they want to do the Silver Sable Black uh, Black Cat movie. They said they're working on a Craven movie, and oh. uh, and like maybe was it Mysterio? Like, would they not touch that in the Spider Man movies? Because Sony's like, we got dibs, and we're gonna do the. I, I don't know. Whoa, that's weird. That just occurred. To me. <laughs> Whoa. Really reduces who they're going to use. I don't so, know. I don't know. I don't like it. Okay. Two for two for the jock so far. Let's see if Anthony likes this next piece of news. Uh, a comedian has offered a reward to any journalist who asks Donald Trump about U.S. Wakanda relations. Oh, I like shit. it. Uh, okay. I like this. <laughs> you know, he would probably consider Wakanda a shithole country. Uh, but he, uh, Sarah Benicasa says, I am offering $300 to the journalist who very seriously asked Trump on his opinion on our nation's relations with Wakanda and gets the question and answer recorded live on video. I know $300 doesn't sound like a lot to some people, but I also know what most reporters make. So $300, uh, that's hilarious. What you know he's going to lie anyway. He's going to he be like, yeah, he's going to be like, many of my best friends are Wakandan. I've got a building there. I just opened up a hotel. There's a small suburb in in Illinois <laughs> yes. that's called Wakanda. No, it's it, in it, Wisconsin. Well, no, I it's, think. In, no, it's oh, in, Illinois. in Illinois. It's right by Wisconsin. Okay. Yes. Like, every time someone brings up that they're from Wakanda, I yeah, think of I always Wakanda. chuckle. It's spelled with a C. It's like the Native American it's, spelling. W-A-U-C-O-N-D-A. Yeah. It's the yeah. same place, Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe Trump will think of that place. And be like, Wisconsin. Oh, you mean uh, Wakanda, Illinois? Wakanda. Yeah, we're, we're doing Wakanda, great up there. Illinois. There's the world record crowds from up in Wakanda. <laughs> Wakandans love me. I'm uh-huh. very favored in Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my White Panther? 
I'm still waiting for my white panther. like, listen, I've been trying to buy vibranium from those fuckers for years. Stingy motherfucker. Putting sanctions on. Now all of a sudden he's a comic book fan and people like him. It would be no ridiculous than anything else he said in the last year or so. Uh, okay, so Anthony liked that one. Good. I like it. We got points. We got points on uh, Trump and Wakanda. Uh, next piece of news, we got this uh, Ant-Man and Wasp photo. And while at first it's not very exciting, you do get a pretty good look at the costumes for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasps coming out this year. I believe these are Andy Park designs, who's designed a lot of this stuff. And you see Evangeline Lilly and Paul Rudd in costumes standing next to each other. Thoughts on this costume, guys? Anything? It's fine. It's fine. I like, I mean, Ant-Man's hasn't really changed. I'd like to see them make the wasp a little more yellow, not gold. Yeah, she's kind of, it's kind of muted. Yeah, real muted. Uh, But there are little uh, insect heads on their chest. If you look, I'll post these in the show notes. Somebody pointed out and they drew around how like the top of Paul Rudd's chest has an ant head and uh, Evangeline Lilly's boobs are the eyes and there's a little mouth of a wasp. Oh. Uh, which is kind of cool, intentional. Now, let me ask you this. Is this intentional? This I just saw on the internet. Uh, people are like, if you look at the wasp costume, there's a giant upside down phallic symbol. It's a penis. A yes, there's a giant dick oh, shit. pointing right down to her hoo-ha, right out her costume. Is that uh, is that intentional? Andy Park yes. is a really good designer. What do you have done this on purpose? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's great though. I like I like the thing. There is a wasp face and then a giant penis going dick. down. Balls and dick right there. I love unintentional penises. They're always fun. Those are the best penises. Yeah. Like the ones in the back of the Little Mermaid poster. Do a search for that on the internet. You'll see a million of them. <laughs> They're everywhere. A lot of them in Disney films. Yeah. Those are intentional. Those are intentional. Yeah. There are phallic those symbols. Those are subliminal messages. Yeah. Like when the weatherman's got a big uh, that, Did you see that toy? Where there's a toy that had like a, I think it was a Wolverine toy. Had a wreck penis come out? <laughs> it was like, you had to blow it up, like where Wolverine's dick was. It was like uh, a balloon Wolverine. <laughs> and like the, the nozzle was right where his cock Oh, you had to blow <laughs> yeah, on yeah. his uh, groin yeah, there. There's a lot of unintentional penis things. And stuff yeah, there's like a that. lot of inflatable things where you got to blow right into their crotch. And I think those designers I do that on purpose. Penises in Disney movies, and I am appalled. this is a company that's gonna ruin the world there's cocks everywhere in their content Uh, there's just people angry that they have to work there and they just put dicks in things it's like fuck (laughs) fuck them no that's the story i heard is like the guy who did the poster was getting fired and like the last thing he did was draw all these penises in the background i mean the the most obvious one is uh it's this little mermaid cover of that yeah there's there's just a giant dick in the castle the castle is a big penis it's even like isn't it even like flesh colored yeah, oh, it's the gold, but it's, it's <laughs> there's a penis everywhere. Disney penises Disney. everywhere. Come to Disneyland. Yeah, they love penis over there. That's the most. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a search for unintentional penis. Unintentional penis. There's uh, a lot of them. <laughs> that's a guy's head that looks like a penis. Oh, that's gotta be a Photoshop. <laughs> Peter said, okay, one last piece of a Marvel movie news. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's been out uh, promoting some movie or something, but in a recent interview with the Toronto Sun, 
He's talked about uh, Avengers Infinity War and the Avengers. He says, this is one of the biggest things in film history. And to be a part of it, it was just incredible. I think what these characters are about to face with Thanos, there's been nothing quite like it. There are 76 cast members or something like that. I I think what people are going to be excited about is what I was excited about. And it's that Thor meeting the Guardians and Iron Man meeting Doctor Strange. And then he also says contractually right now, yeah, this is it. I'm done. I won't be playing the character again, said Hemsworth. Hmm. So he has filmed all four things he's going to film outside of his contract. 76 characters, guys. We heard, uh, remember ScarJo was like, I just filmed a scene and there was like 32 characters. This has got to be like the side characters from every movie yeah, in the, the MCU. Like all the people from the Black Panther movie, more people from Spider-Man, all these side characters. That's but a lot of people. How do you juggle 76 characters and give everyone? Uh, it's, this movie not only, I mean, it's intriguing just because it's built up to this, but also the the experiment of how do you juggle all these characters in one film and make it still a, a film that everyone has a, a moment or... It's, well, like, makes sense. It depends on what kind of screen time they have. Remember when they made the big to do about the Green Lantern being in Justice League, and he was like in it for like a two second thing, and he didn't talk and yeah. do anything. Yeah. Right. So and that battle scene had a shitload of people in it. We don't even know who was in that battle scene. There was like Zeus and some other motherfuckers, and like I think Athena was in there, and yeah. a bunch of yeah. other people. So you can have like a shitload of characters in there and not have them do anything. And it could be in a scene that lasts like five seconds. There's going to be people in there. Exactly. For five seconds, they just background. There's one word. I'm even wondering, does this mean they may pull in people from the TV shows? Is there enough characters that that you would have to pull in people from the Netflix show? It would be a fan servicey thing. I don't know if they would do it. How many fucking people can you shove in this movie? Uh, Wow. We'll find all of them. We'll find out. We'll find out very shortly. May is going to be a crazy month. Uh, Okay, good stuff, guys. We're going to take a quick break here. I got a little bit of news on the other side, and then we will review the pilot of CW's Black Lightning right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get you back to your podcasty goodness now in a minute. First, we'd like to take a second to tell you about our marginally better podcast, the 365 Flex Podcast. I am the Scottish Whedon Whore Chris. And I am the Pissy X Video Store Clerk Kev. And we bring you the latest movie and TV news, reviews, and rants. All that and a bunch of top fives that you really will not care about. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Libsyn, and all other third-party podcasting apps and on top of all that you'll get free access to our indie talk you'll hear us speaking with directors producers actors comic book creators and artists about their experiences don't forget to drop us five stars and follow us on the facebook's and the twitters told them not to go in the water do you like video games do you like comics do you like movies i'm ellie i'm zinger and we're the host of Zing This Podcast. We discuss nerdy topics every week on our podcast. What are some of the best ways to find our podcast, Ellie? You can search us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And don't forget, that's Z-E-N-G. This. We hope to see you guys there. Every week, we have new nerdy topics. Yay. Back to work. 
Listener, if you have been enjoying our show and you want more show and you want to help out the show, there's a place to do all that. Right in one place, it's our fan club. Just visit jockanerd.com slash Patreon and it will take you to our Patreon page where you can pledge at a number of various tiers and what you get is access to an exclusive RSS feed with bonus content that we add to every week. Uh, lots of funny, crazy, silly stuff, instant reactions, whole episodes. Join the fan club over there. Or if you want to make a one-time donation, just visit our website. There's a PayPal button like my man Dope Pope did last week. Uh, I'm going to thank him again for his generous donation. Check out thank you. Dope Pope's The Man. Check out Dope Pope's artwork. Join the fan club. Get more show. And uh, you will be like all the cool kids. Gaga nerd. Continuing with the news, let's move on to the DC. I guess it's called the DCFU now, which uh, is even more what? appropriate. <laughs> yes, apparently fuck universe. It's the DC fuck you universe. Uh, hey, that's is what, it really? That's what I've heard people are saying because oh. we discussed how oh, people are saying that DCEU okay. was an official thing. Remember, they were like nobody says that. But yeah, now we, I think we were the only assholes that said. No, I saw it, and now like on on certain on podcasts, like on Collider, they were like, "Oh, the DCFU," and I was like, "FU too." The DC Film Universe fucked up Film Universe. Anyways, that Flash standalone movie that may or may not be Flashpoint that's lost what like four directors. Uh, they got a pair of directors for now. Uh, they have tapped Spider-Man: Homecoming scribes. John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein are in negotiations to direct Flashpoint starring Ezra Miller. So these guys also wrote and directed Vacation, which I hear is not the greatest movie. No. Yes. So now they wrote on Spider-Man Homecoming, but they were two of six people credited on the screenplay. So how much of their shit, you know, got rewritten or removed? Now, what do you guys think of this choice? Is this, this is like a Lord and Miller doing Han Solo. Is this going to be like a comedy, comedic flash movie? Or will they be like the Russo brothers who came from comedy TV and actually uh, pulled it off? I really don't give a fuck because there's a good flash on TV. There's a very good flash on TV. And uh, that's enough for me. And I don't give a fuck about this movie at all. Uh, <laughs> I had a a movie Bob. I watched movie Bob's take on uh, what they should be doing, and I kind of agreed with him. Yeah, they should make if they're doing this Flashpoint, they should make it a straight up comedy. <laughs> he jumps in and out of different oh, timelines yes, and like yes. different eras, and it's just ridiculous. So if that's the case, and they're hiring two comedic directors, I'd, um, Whoa, I whoa, I would. I'm not saying I'm that. all in because I don't think I'm all in on anything DC. No, FU, except maybe Wonder Woman, if that. So. I'd be somewhat F U D C. That's interesting. I forgot about that. That is what he said. Cause you can get goofy. You can have all different people who played these uh, characters from different, you know, eras, franchises yeah. and eras and put them in. Huh? I wonder if they heard that and they're going in this direction. That's a very interesting. The only thing about going in that direction is it, I think it is, it seemed kind of expensive. It'd be a lot of getting all those uh, people on the same page. Right. You know, they have the, the new, and a lot of sets. Then yes, well they got the new guy overseeing the movies, Walter Hamada, who's promoted. I wonder if this is uh, if he has any input in this, if it's going to change anything at all. I don't know. I'm still uh, yeah, still skeptical and have no hope for any of these future movies that DC is planning on making. 
I mean, people liked him in Justice League, I guess, Ezra Miller. And now they're like, give me a flash. But there is, like Rugboy, you said, it's a great flash on TV right now. Are you way cooler? Are you caught up on that at all? No. Dude, it was really, this week was really good. It was was a really great episode. Uh, Who's a villain now? So here's why it's cool. Because there's no speedsters. The bad guys are literally a dude in a wheelchair and a woman. And you wouldn't think they would be that intimidating or uh, villainous, but they are a step ahead of Barry. They have framed him for... Okay, I'm going to give a little bit of uh, spoilers. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. They framed him for a murder. They're doing the trial of Barry Allen. And to get off, all he had to do was tell everyone he was the Flash. He didn't do it, and he's going to jail for life. They sentenced him for life in he prison. Whatever he wants, though. He can. He phase through no, the No, but he's like, he said, I mean, it was really good because he said it in the show. He's like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do the time. I was like, uh, there's, I can't tell people out of the flash. It was really good because I have no idea how the fuck he's going to get out of a federal penitentiary now. Now they're going to stop Metas. So this guy, when Barry came back in from the Speed Force, he created all these Metas. And so he's been dealing with them. But this guy, he's the thinker. He knows the probability of what's going to happen. So he oh, kind of knows. the thinker. Yes, he's the thinker. But the thinker now absorbed himself into a younger body of a guy who also has the mutant abilities to read people's minds. So now DeVoe, the thinker, knows what's going to happen and can read everyone's mind, making him super dangerous. It's very good. I've been enjoying this season of The Flash. Check it out. Okay, last thing for DC movies. This uh, Jake Chillenhall, Ben Affleck being the Batman rumor is still out there. And uh, per Revenge of the Fans, the Batman will be set in the larger DCEU and tell its own story that won't have many winks to the franchise. This is what they said about Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal is probably Batman. Affleck is not out of it yet. That's the thing. He still has a contract, but the studio is sour on him. If Ben rolls, Jake is in. Kind of a weird web. These guys both know they control each other's destiny. And, man, I just, I'm kind of done with all this. I wish Affleck would just be like, I'm out, bitches. Just fucking pull the Band-Aid off. What are you doing? Yeah, it seems like just another mess, really. <laughs> Everyone thinks you don't want to be doing this anyways. It's the worst kept secret. Right? <laughs> I mean, that, if he doesn't want to do it, he shouldn't do it. That's all. Also, allegedly, he was offered the job of directing the Flash movie, and he passed on that. Allegedly. He, want it. he doesn't want to do any of this. The stuff that he does, he I, wants I to do, slept, and that's good. I thought, I thought he slept walk through his role in Justice League. Absolutely. Absolutely. He clearly, and like when he's into something on a project, you see it in the movie. You see I the passion in the once- movie. Batman versus Superman got shit on. He was yeah, like out. He was out. We, you know, they kept those stories about he's trying to segue out. But the thing I is, really, I really do think that he took that Batman role because he saw how popular not only um, comic books in general were at that time, but yeah. that, the fact that it's Batman and like, you know, he could kind of redeem himself for the the Daredevil performance. Mm-hmm. Um, even though taking that role, it was very risky because it's coming off the Nolan films. I thought he thought this was his chance to be, you know, just to, to kind of redeem himself a little bit in the eyes of comic book fans. And like Rugboy said, once once he saw that BVS got shit on, he was out. He clearly did not know what he was getting into. Now, I think he looked at the Nolan movies and he's like, wow, Batman is like, this is legitimate. This is like serious shit. I want to do this. Not knowing what a mess he was walking into over at uh, DC Warner Brothers there. 
Ah, uh, I don't know. I think, do they need to have a Flashpoint movie to transition an Affleck Batman to a Jake Gyllenhaal, whatever? Just fucking recast him. Who cares? You've done it before. Do it again. It's one thing if you had like a, a franchise that was healthy. Right. But you have a, a DOA franchise right now. Yes, you got to fucking it's just on do life it. support. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Just, what they just need. I would just recast him. Walter Hamada, start making some decisions and stick to it. Recast him. Okay. Uh, in other movie news, this is uh, pretty hilarious. A uh, men's rights activist makes a 46 minute cut of Star Wars The Last Jedi by removing all of the women. Oh, shit. Uh, this what the hell? is, first of all, this guy's making men look bad. It's on Reddit. It's known as The Last Jedi Defeminized Fan Edit. Uh, he entirely cuts out Haldo. She doesn't exist. Uh, Leia never squalls questions nor demotes Poe. Uh, Chewbacca eats the porg. So does that mean the porg was a, a female porg? Uh, <laughs> and then he cuts around like where uh, 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 Kylo Ren defeats all the, the, the guards and Ray is struggling. Uh, this is the this fucking stupidest, silliest thing. And uh, it gives me a chance to play the soundbite. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <laughs> is this a joke? Do you think this is like a commentary on what's going on? Or is this guy fucking serious? What, you're surprised that there's a dumbass that knows how to no. edit? <laughs> no, I'm uh, not. I've got no comment for this one. Uh, let's, <laughs> now, listen, I'm not, this is not, if you're an editor, a movie editor, don't take this the wrong way. But I mean, if you're a guy that's sitting around just editing shit, you probably don't like women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there's, there's a type there. I see what you're saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. I've met editors before. They're, they're yes. cantankerous. Well, they sit all day in a room in front yeah, of screens. Like, like you, looking over You probably over don't like women. That's awesome. Details. Well, you probably like, like women, but you probably hate them at the same time. You're like, you know, you're like in, locked away in a dungeon, like editing film. That's, that <laughs> exactly. Is, I feel like, amazing. Yeah. What a dummy. Uh, wasted a lot of time. It's for, it ends up, it's just, I, the funniest part is it ends up being a 46 minute movie <laughs> from two and a half hours. Okay. That was a joke. The real story is this, and this is, uh, the performance of the last Jedi overseas. Now the movie has made worldwide $1.2 billion or maybe a $1.3 billion. There's no doubting that it's, it's not, it's the highest grossing movie in 2017 coming out in the last month of the year. That's crazy. Everyone loves The Last Jedi, except for China, <laughs> where it had the worst opening ever for a Star Wars movie. And just uh, after two weeks, it has been completely pulled from all theaters in China. Oh, shit. Uh, the quote because they were the latest to the Kool-Aid. Yeah, so if you think about the context of this, the original trilogy was not released in China until 2015. Oh, no kidding. It's not like they grew up with these characters and these stories. Yeah, that makes that makes this make a lot more sense. So they don't give a fuck. No. Which is amazing, and it still made $1.2 billion despite the Chinese market. Now, what do you think the studio does? Do they like go, okay, fuck it. We're not going to worry about catering to the Chinese market. Or... Do they fucking double down and recast everyone with a Chinese actor? <laughs> well, they already added a Chinese actor they did. in they there. They added Rose for the China market, and it did nothing for them. Is she Chinese? 
I don't know what. Well, she they just added they just added an Asian. That's yeah. what they did. Yeah, you add any generic. I don't think she's Asian. Chinese, but okay, whatever. Generic Asian. Yeah, he's that, Vietnamese that or something. Yeah. Something. Oh, that's interesting. I I I didn't know that Star Wars wasn't a thing in China. Although I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because it's, yeah. it's China, and Star Wars is uniquely American. Well, that's the whole reason for all of this shit, by the way, because there was a there was a uh, embargo. It was like China didn't get movies, for, yeah, any of for, our movies well, for years. Yeah, like they got recently. like maybe one or two. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And then I think they expired that embargo, and now it's open season. So that's why you're seeing the globalization of all these movies because a lot of these uh, sanctions or, or embargoes where they, we wouldn't send media there or they didn't want our media there, those things are of all expired. Now, do you think because it's open season in China, does it transition from open season to ass eating season? Oh, wait, hashtag ass eating season. Yeah, uh, uh, does that send happen? It. Send it. Did I use that right? You did. Uh, yeah, you could send some ass <laughs> over here. Hashtags. These are hashtags. Hashtag six. What, are they, what are they hashtags for exactly? These like, are bro-y hashtags on the internet for like, in- Instagram. Instagram, yeah, oh, and Twitter. I've seen them on Twitter. Yeah, ass so eating when season. I put. Ass eating season. Yeah. yeah. How do you spell that? What kind of Instagram photos will I get? <laughs> That's a good question. Let's, you know what? I'm going to do that right now. Ass e- it's spelled A S S E I T I N, no G. Um, season being spelled S Z N. Oh, my God. And uh, okay, just... the, the spelling is very important, listener. Yeah, you also, yep. Anthony just turned me on to my favorite bro hashtag, which I'm going to utilize all the time now. It's hashtag SIGS inside. Let's go back to smoking indoors, people. I am all for this movement. Hashtag SIGS <laughs> inside. Hashtag I as well. Maybe just in certain places. Everywhere. Fuck it. I want to go back to the 50s where you could smoke in the hospital next to an oxygen tank. Right. I don't know what I'm looking at at ass eating season. <laughs> ass eating season. It, it is the over, I mean, I'm seeing dogs. I'm seeing oh boy, butts. the latest bro hashtag. Just dudes. I'm, I'm not seeing any. I'm not seeing a lot of ass being eaten, but I'm seeing a lot of ta- hashtags. I think we just like to hashtag it and not even contribute to the fi- <laughs> to the to the hashtag. There's a Cleveland. So the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Went 0 and 16 this year. Oh so this, shit. There's a hashtag with this girl where, uh, having the sign. You're supposed to eat ass, not suck ass. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I'm just ass. glad Anthony has brought us into the bro hashtag world. Like rugs, I feel special now. I didn't know this was going on. Ass eating season. Send it and sigs inside. Yo, send it. I'm just gonna walk around. <laughs> go send it. Yeah, well, just be prepared to catch something. Oh, what if I can't? The balls always hit my head. That's not good. <laughs> I never catch things. I always get Send hurt. Yeah. And then just something flies out there and hits me in the side of the head. I see. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, so I'll go send it, and then I duck. Is that, is that the move? <laughs> you could, yeah. You could duck. Good stuff. Get Write all those hashtags down, listener. Get them. Spread them around. Last uh, Star Wars bit of news, real quick. We were promised a trailer for the Solo movie earlier this week, and all we got was a lame synopsis. Uh, this is not good. It doesn't help the movie. I'm not I even going to read. what the holdup is here. I'm not even going to read the synopsis because it's literally like, it's like, a, it's like a, a description for a ride at Disney World. Hey, it's great. Imran's not reading something. I'm not. It's just like, <laughs> they're like, blah, blah, blah. Millennium Falcon, Lando, Han, Journey, Adventure, blah, blah, Star doing Wars. It. See, see, just yeah, that's how you right do there. it. I didn't read it. That's how you read it. So uh, any day now, maybe attached to Black Panther, maybe next week, maybe before the Super Bowl. Like, that would be a good time to put out a trailer for, like, a big Star Wars movie. This is the weirdest Star Wars movie ever. It's going to flop. Did the Super Bowl happen yet? No. No, not not yet. Oh. Still got a couple weeks. And then there's Olympics. Then there's Winter Olympics. That's always fun. Yay. Uh, 
Finally, in our news for this episode, everybody, and TV side of things, The Walking Dead, which if you listen to our last episode, we did Sins and Wins of 2017, and The Walking Dead was on The Sins of 2017. What happened? Well, it's been officially renewed for season nine, and... Scott Gimple is out as showrunner. Oh, shit. Ah, they popped the Gimple. They so he's going to be replaced. <laughs> they po- finally popped their popped. Gimple. That was it. Was causing a lot of pus and mess all over the show. Yeah, it was a <laughs> it was a, a blemish on the show. Pop their Gimple. Pop pop their Gimple, baby. Uh, he's going to be what replaced. The fuck. <laughs> that was a, that's a, that should be a hashtag. <laughs> pop the gimple. Hashtag pop the gimple. He's being replaced by showrunner as showrunner by longtime series writer Angela King. Uh, and he is going to take the role. Gimple's taking the role of chief content officer uh, for the show. So he gets to look over both shows because Morgan is going to be on Fear the Walking Dead. He's crossing over or some shit. And what the fuck? Yeah, it's just, uh, all it is is uh, pay me anyway, even though I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, he's still going to get money, but we can't blame him for it. So I don't know if this is going to help the quality of the show. Maybe they won't troll their viewers as much. Maybe it picks up pace or maybe they, I don't know, write an ending. Uh, I'm still begrudgingly watching this show. Anthony, you still, are you still watching Walking Dead? I'm still three episodes behind. Okay. Well, you're not missing much. I, I don't know if I'm going to ever restart it. Yeah, I already spoiled what happened at the end of the mid-season break. Yeah. So, and, like, nobody cares. Like, nobody's talking about it. I, I would say, though, that I, I, Scott Gimple being let go is, is probably a good move. I think it's a good move, too. He I just, just don't know if there's any saving this. No, because, look, there's still all those lawsuits with Kirkman and, and Darabont and uh, between them and AMC and hundreds of millions of dollars and feel like Kirkman's like on his way out. He sold his Skybound stuff to Amazon. He wants nothing to do with ABMC. I don't know what's going to happen with this show. Uh, what once used to be water cooler talk every Monday. And nobody gives a fuck about it anymore. No one gives a fuck. For good reason. Because it sucks now. Okay, that's it for the news. Let's get to the Black Lightning pilot review on CW. Spoilers, y'all. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Anthony, I forced you to watch this. You did. And I'm glad you did. Real quick, Black Lightning is a character I've never read. I know nothing about. First appearance, Black Lightning, number one, April 1977, created by Tony Isabella and Trevor Von Eden. Two white guys, probably. I know Isabella's a white guy. I don't know about the other guy. Uh, and uh, it premiered to pretty good, solid show ratings. Gave them like their best ratings in two years. Uh, and everyone uh, seemed to dig it. So let's do this like we do all our reviews, opening thoughts. We'll talk about what worked, what didn't work. Uh, Anthony, you watched this most recently, I bet, yesterday. Yesterday. Why don't you start it up? What did you think of Black Lightning? Well, first off, I was like, fuck Imran for making me watch this. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but I did, like, I actually came in with a pretty decent attitude because I looked at some sites and the headlines were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was coming in like, eh, maybe this won't be bad. I came out of it going, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching because I just don't know if I have time to be on a, watching a weekly television sure. show at this point. But this is a show that if I were watching weekly television, I would continue watching. I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, Rugs, what'd you think? I think it was adequate. I think it was fine. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it uh, didn't like set my world on fire. Yeah. It was just like uh, a little bit a cut above standard CW shows, I would say. 
And who knows if that quality is going to go down or if it's going to go up like that. We, we don't know that yet, but it's, right. it's, it's like when arrow first came out, it was when it was good. And this is like a cut above that. So we'll see. Uh, there, uh, I also like, I think it helped me going in. I didn't know anything about this character. All I knew is that, uh, I did not like the suit, but, uh, all in all, I was like, this, this is a pretty solid, uh, pilot. Uh, it got me hyped. I thought the guy playing Black Lightning, Cress Williams, was really good. He's been on a show called Heart of Dixie. I don't know this guy. Uh, but he he was pretty badass. I like all the social justice uh, topics. And I, I thought they handled it very well. Uh, solid opening. And I like how they're slowly working backwards to tell you his origin, being that he was been retired for nine years. And he's coming back out of retirement. It was a little bit like Luke Cage meets Arrow a little bit, kind of. But, yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. I will be watching. Uh, and uh, I thought it was good stuff. What? Uh, let's talk about what worked for you guys. What did you guys think of Cress Williams? I thought he was – I really like this guy, Cress Williams. I don't know him. I like him. Yeah, I, I, I like – he brings kind of a uh, a mature presence to the show. Um, different than some of the other CWs, like The Flash or right. Arrow even. Um, he just kind of caught this, like, old man gravitas. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I liked him. I thought yeah, he, he was seems very solid. weathered and experienced. Um, I loved how, like on any other show, all the heroes, like Oliver and Barry, like they would never attack cops. And they'd be like, we have to protect the police. Oh my God. And fucking Black Lightning just pissed, just fucking knocks down two cops, blows up a cop car. I was like, oh shit, oh, shit this is serious. Like, well, it they, starts off with the, I mean, with a cop just racial profile. Yeah, which so is horrible. Like, why would he pull him over for that? Like, it didn't make a lot of sense, but. The point was that this is what he's going through. And that's kind of, I like the voiceover where she's like, this was the moment Black Lightning returned in the rain. And he just looked badass in the rain. He's pissed. His eyes start glowing. And uh, that that was pretty It's also cool. a different angle. You know, it's not someone getting their powers or right. someone learning, you know, how to become a superhero. It's someone that was a superhero and is retired and now is coming back. Yeah, I, he, always, I always had the impression that they were going to transfer from him being the focus of the show to the daughters. They spent a lot of time on the daughters. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's a reason according to the comic books, they become heroes, which I like that at the end, you see her getting mad and break the sink. Uh, that daughter, Anissa, they've already released a photo. She is. So his daughters in the comic books are, they become two heroes called thunder and lightning. And they uh -huh. said that in the voiceover a lot. There was mentions of thunder and lightning. Anissa, the girl we see at the end who gets gets really strong, she's Thunder. And I got a photo of what her costume looks like that they released. So they kind of spoil that. I don't know if they're going to do light. These costumes are horrible, though. Uh, so, yes, we'll, we'll wait till we get what didn't work for us because, oh, boy, there's a lot. But, Ruggs, what else worked for you? Oh, I thought, like, the acting was good. And I thought that, like, the universe that they, they're building, you know, like this town and these free gang yeah. and the 100 and all that stuff. Yeah. I thought they were all, like, you know, good I, I like that the enemies were like kind of uh, grounded and, you know, real life, you know, like gangs and stuff like that. And then and that's something to talk about. So I think it's cool. I, I also want to throw in. I liked I don't know how grounded it is, but I liked that he was the principal. And yes. He like was making this this school a safe haven. But yeah. he was doing it kind of through shady means. He was still kind of talking to the gangs and being yeah. like, hey, guys, like we had, an oh, we agreement. had a deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like how, first of all, Latavius is like, call me Lala. Really? That's better than Latavius? Okay, Lala. 
I liked how though he's got like a drug dealing school while, you know, Jefferson Pierce is the principal of a regular school and it's kind of mirrors each other. Uh, and he's a former Olympian in the show. Also like the comics and like, he's kind of like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X in one, like he's Martin Luther King jr. When he's the principal. And then he just turns into Malcolm X and wrecks shit. Uh, when he becomes black lightning, uh, I also couple- like that. It wasn't a, like an origin show really. Or yeah, origin there, star. I, like, I, it was just it jumps right in. Oh, he has powers. Yeah. Drop well, it. it is a backdoor origin yeah. for the yeah. kids. Yes, it's actually an origin for the kids, not him. And I like how they will probably slowly work backwards. I don't know if it's going to be like Arrow flashbacks for the whole season to bring us up to speed. They started showing things of him before when he was with his wife. And this is I hope in that's the, not a thing, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Is this is this gonna this will eventually cross over, right? Well, that I, that's the other thing. It's weird is that it doesn't seem to be set in the Arrowverse, but. That guy does mention, there's a mention on the news where there's like in a world of superpowers and other people, superpowered people. No, it's in there. It's definitely in there. You think really, it yeah, is? Yeah, because they were like in a world, like they were like, they were talking about how like all the white superheroes get, you know, championed. But yeah. then the, a black superhero is a vigilante, uh, is like yeah. someone that yep, yep. is a nuisance and a, a yep. criminal and he should be but now, you know, cast, uh, caught. Which Earth, which universe are they talking about? Because there's the Arrowverse, but then Supergirl and Superman are on another Earth. That's a whole other universe. Is oh, this yeah. another Earth? Where I, I, I don't know. They, but So there's a great article I'll post, and I share this on our Facebook page from the New York Times, and it uh, interviews the showrunner, Salim Akil, uh, and he... He talks about how, so that, that whole scene in the beginning where he gets pulled over in the rain, that happened to him, and he wrote it in the show, and this guy, this is why I really think the show is going to be really great. He is really into this. He's very passionate. He's a comic book fan. He knows the character. He's been waiting for something like this to uh, put these messages out and talk about this stuff. Uh, so once I read this interview with, with Akil, Sam Akil, or Salim Akil, I was like, all right, this guy, this guy is all in and he knows what he's doing. I like the way it's going so far. What about Tobias Whale, the bad guy? Which one is Tobias? The albino black guy. Oh, yeah. Who, yeah. Is that what he is? Well, he looks like albino. Yes. And I think the guy playing him, his name is Marvin Crondon Jones III. Uh, I looked him up a little bit. He is from underground California hip hop scene, used to be in a band with Exhibit. (laughs) And he is. Uh, he is an, he is albino. He has oh. albinism. Okay. Which uh, visually, I think it looks amazing. The contrast of black lightning and a guy with, uh, who's an albino. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I, lo- I, lo- I mean, he seemed pretty intimidating. He didn't say much. He's kind of like the kingpin. Uh, I'm excited to well, know he more. Was also, it was also implied that black lightning retired because he was able to kill this guy. Oh yeah, he thinks he's dead, doesn't he? He thinks he's dead, yeah. He thinks Tobias is dead. They're both going to come out of the woodwork. Yeah, and maybe they're, I wonder if their backgrounds are intertwined, like they have a a thing going way back, or they got a grudge, like, uh, I'm in, I'm in for the mystery, and uh, yeah. I liked everything, I liked, I liked that too. Okay, let's talk about what didn't work. (laughs) Which, the first one, the biggie, why do these costumes look like shit? Oh shit. So I li- remember when they showed the video, the old man who he's like, yeah. this guy showed up in this Parliament Funkadelic getup, which I thought was hilarious. That costume in the video is better than the the one he's wearing for the rest of the show. It's more comics accurate. What, uh, like, I love his powers, but like this fucking light, bright lightning, it looks like shit. 
Yeah, I, I think that <laughs> it doesn't make sense that he has these things light on all the time. It kind of gives like him away. You, yeah, it's, it makes him a target. You know, it just it's just really weird that they they chose that uh, thing. It's a weird aesthetic has, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, look at the suits on the other CW shows; they're very good. Well, eh, I, mean, I want to go with yeah. very good, but, but better than this. Like yeah. this is a step down. Like uh, even this. I think suit. that the CW sometimes comes comes up with great shit, like uh, in the crisis. Yes. Um, all the bad guy costumes are awesome. The Nazi costumes and the, oh, yeah. the reverse, I mean, the dark reverse. Not that versions. I like Nazis, but I'm just saying oh, the design say of the like costumes them. were very cool. Like, yes, uh, they were just, you know, they were inventive and they were I like, kind of, they had the face masks and the yeah. dark. Oh, it looked fucking sick. Those were great. But, um, these costumes just look like, um, I don't know. They look like fashion statements more than, than superhero. <laughs> I don't know. It just looks weird. Also, this one thing is really geeky and it bugs me. Uh, he Black Lightning has a beard. Jefferson Pierce has the exact same beard. What, how does this? How has come? No one has been like, "Hey, actually, but Principal Jefferson Pierce, yeah. how come his daughters didn't recognize him? All he was doing is wearing goggles. It's well, the same you know. fucking beard." Well, you know, it's like superhero shows. That, that did that didn't bother me as well. I was like, "What is this?" How do people not know? How do not people guy? not know that yes. this is the principal of this school? Like I don't know why they don't do the, the the face masks. Like they have like in like the Batman. Isn't doesn't Black Lightning have a half mask? Uh, he has a Domino mask, yeah, I believe. It's, the domino oh, it's mask. just Domino mask. Oh, it's just a Domino. I thought he, I'm thinking also, of static they do, shock. They're doing the weird thing where they alter his voice. Oh yeah, it's he like, does how, have how a modulator. This, yeah. That's right. <laughs> he has one line as Black Lightning, and that's it. Uh, but it is I, very uh, interesting that uh, <laughs> not interesting, but weird that. People, no one recognizes a man in a domino mask. How is nobody? I, I mean, to be honest with you, you, you can notice anybody in any mask pretty much. I mean, and, really and to be fair, the first season of Arrow, Oliver just wore a fucking hood and put like dark makeup on his eyes. Like, that yeah. was not much of a costume. Uh, so I, I would believe that more than a guy walking around in a domino mask <laughs> with a similar beard. I guess the domino mask is just like a staple of especially DC comics. So you yeah, can't really get away yeah, from it, but yeah. it is silly. Thunder's got kind of a domino mask too. Whenever they make her thunder, uh, yeah, I would rather just her having a mask than those than that those goggles. Yes, yeah, the goggles are weird. His goggles, like they went black when he saw his daughters. Uh, uh, outside of that, what else didn't work? I mean, I thought I thought there was a little bit of overacting on the part of the older daughter at times. It's a little bit forced. But well, there's that, there's the cliche of the younger daughter like yeah. lying and wanting yeah. to. Get that's out from a, underneath. It's like a teenage thing. It, you know, yeah, it, I guess. Uh, it happens. But, you know, like her being all like, what, whatever. Well, after yeah. like, she almost was just sold <laughs> into prostitution. And they were shooting. Like, Stop bothering me about <laughs> yes. this. It's like, ugh. Really? <laughs> that, that is true. She's like, uh, she just almost yeah. got sold into. That's she right. almost got shot yeah. and sold into prostitution. Yeah. She's like, you're being such that's a bitch a to me. That's a normal reaction. Yeah, it's completely normal. <laughs> and dude shows up at a school with a gun. Like, I, I was like, this is crazy, but I loved how he handled it. Where he's like, whoa, you can shoot her? But I kind of like the, the the lower level criminal dude where it was like, at first you're like, oh, he's kind of a cool Will. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just evolves into this shithead. <laughs> then he gets beat down by Lala. Uh, that was great. I, I did, it did annoy me that the guy uh, Lala took a pistol yeah. to his head and and hit him with it, and there's still no blood. There was no blood. He should have been way more fucked up, dude. You should that be hurts up when you get well, pistol. One of the gushing things that blood. I didn't get was when uh, Black Lightning was holding him up with electricity, and he was just 
floating there, like having a conversation with him. Yeah, yeah that was strange too. It, his yeah. power says weird. So he can float people with electricity if he but wants. But shouldn't you be dead? I mean, if you have lightning flowing through Just you like that. Just coursing through you, high voltage. Oh, that's a yeah, good you, point. your heart will explode. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm like, why isn't this guy exploding at this point? And did he kill him? Well, he, I don't know. He sent him down it to his like car. looked like he was killing Black Lightning. He killed a few people. He was, he was, uh, he was brutal. He was beating them down. Yeah, which did I don't he have kill a problem people? with. No, he oh. did. I think he was killing people. There was uh, he was shot. They they all got shocked. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, there's some fun Easter eggs in the show. That dude Gamby is from the comics, and I kind of like the whole Taylor setup. It reminds me of Daredevil a little bit, where he you know he provided him. He's known him from back in the day, and he provided him the suit. And then on the on the store it says since 1977, which is an Easter egg to the first appearance. Uh, so and the ex wife, that character in the comics is. John Stewart, Green Lantern's sister. Mm. Oh, shit. I wonder. And she's also been in Batman Begins, <laughs> and she had a bit part in something else. But I wonder. They're probably not going to do anything with that. But I wonder if they'll allude to her brother uh, being uh, like John something. I don't know. Uh, but that's uh, anything unlikely. Else? Yeah, probably unlikely. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Easter eggs. That's so all like I got. If you're going to give this a, uh, you give this a watch. What do you? What are you? Are you going to watch this now from now on? How? How do you think it's going to do? So it's replaced the Legends slot until Legends comes back. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good start, and uh, I will watch it. I'm in. I want to know what happens. I want to know more about the background of Jefferson Pierce. They've got me intrigued. Uh, Anthony, will you binge this season once it's over? I don't even know how many episodes. I don't, be. I don't know if I'll binge it, but yeah. I mean, it's a show where if, like I said, if I was watching, interested in watching weekly TV comic book shows, um, other than the Netflix stuff, I would probably watch it. I think so far I liked it. I actually was pleasantly surprised by me it. too. And I think it helped that like I was going in with like, I don't know nothing about this guy. Uh, what do you got? Show me. And, uh, they did a good job. I thought they handled, did you see bright yet? Anthony? I haven't yet. I still intend on watching that. But I yes. mean, so in Bright, they try to handle like race relations and it's an allegory for that, but it's really not well done. It's just barely surface. Like they handled the social injustice better than Bright did. That's for sure. in that whole movie. So I like this, this more serious, gritty kind of take. Uh, and it'll be, and I'm, I'm, I want to see where it goes. Rugs, are you going to keep watching? I might. I mean, like I'm going to probably give it like a couple episodes. Yeah be honest with you but um i don't know we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens I, I i really don't know if the show's gonna be around that long if, if it's still around and they get a whole season out and everything i'll, I'll definitely check it out i think uh they it must be like a half season because legends has to come back uh there i looked up something but because this was based on there was a character in the mid 70s like before tony isabella came up with Black Lightning called the Black Bomber. Have you guys heard about uh, the Black Bomber? No. No. Tell me about it. The the Black Bomber, this is from an article from Comics Vault. In his civilian identity, he was a white racist bigot. However, he was also a Vietnam veteran, and during his time in the war, he was exposed to an experimental Agent Orange-style gas designed to allow troops to blend in with the natives. As a result, during times of stress, the vet would suddenly turn into a black superhero, the Black Bomber. Oh, shit. Uh, Even better, the Black Bomber's costume was a Harlem Globetrotter-esque basketball jersey. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. 
Okay. That yeah. didn't. Uh, where, where, where does this? What are so we talking was, about here? This was the attempts in the seventies to create a black character uh, before Tony Isabella came up with was Black, uh, Lightning, black Lightning before Luke Cage. Oh, that is a good question. Hold First on. Luke Cage was the seventies too. Luke Cage Black Lightning was you got here, April, April 1977. Luke Cage's first appearance, Hero for Hire, June 1972. Okay. Luke Cage wins. Uh, so it's there, kind of Luke Cage. Blade. Yeah. Blade? When was Blade's first appearance? That was Let's look this more, up. That's Blade more recent. was. No, not, not. I look up Blade on Wikipedia and you get Blades. You're going to get lots of Blades. <laughs> <laughs> they should have Blade thought that comics. through. Uh, uh, seventy three. Wow, Ooh, Marvel was first uh, by a long shot on this one. That's right. Very interesting. This time, Marvel beats them to the punch, and then Black Lightning in seventy six. You know what's kind of nice about watching Black Lightning for me, or at least yeah. watching that episode, is I had no expectation whatsoever. Yeah. Nor did I know anything about the character, so yep. I didn't have these unreasonable expectations of it should be this. It should be this. Yeah. It's like, I can enjoy this for what it is. John Stewart was Green Lantern in 1971. Oh, wow. Oh, that predates so DC. Luke Cage. Sorry. So DC I, winning now. Okay. Give points to what DC. What about the Black Panther? Back. Oh, that's a good one. Let's go with Black really? Panther. Ooh, July 1966. Oh, shit. Marvel's the league again. We got to think of more black people. <laughs> DC, come up with something. They came up with John Stewart. John Stewart. Was there a black guy before that? I'm going to look it up. I can't think of it. What's the first black? So I just Googled first black superhero and Black Panther comes up. July 1966. There you go. Fantastic Four number 52. Yeah. Whoa. First Main Street. You're right. You're right. Wow. That's why I cannot wait for this movie to come out. Wait. So what were you saying? You didn't know nothing about Black Lightning. And oh, I was just saying that it's nice to watch a show where I don't have any expectation of what's yeah, supposed to no, happen. I agree. I think that's why I enjoyed it. That's why, again, we were pleasantly surprised. Well, it also helped that it was a pretty decent episode of a show. What yeah. about Spawn? When, is, when was he invented? Oh, Spawn. 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 Nah, 1990-something. 90, 90 <laughs> Way late. Al, Al Simmons. Yeah, so. 92. Black Panther wins the race and Marvel wins the game. What about Blank Man? Blank Man? You mean Marlon Wayans? <laughs> I've yeah. never seen Blank Man. You've never seen Blank Man? I don't so know funny. if I've seen the whole movie. Really? Yeah. What about Meteor Man? What, that was with uh, that was, What's that guy's name in that one? Let me, Robert let me Townsend. Race. That was the yeah. Robert Townsend joint. And he yeah. wrote, directed, and co- co-produced. That Meteor Man and Black and Blank Man were like yeah. two of my favorite movies growing up. 1993, bl- <laughs> Blank. What? That was Blank Man. Blank Man and Meteor Man. Yeah, two of my favorite movies. They both were Black Man black and Blank Man movies. in 1994. I think I wanted to see the Robert Townsend one, but I don't remember it what about at all. Hancock. Then we got Hancock. Yeah, that's pretty good. Don't forget about Steel with Shaq. Steel. Oh my god. <laughs> So finally, with this Black Panther movie, we're getting like us. Well, Luke Cage was serious. We're getting like a. Did serious... you ever see Slight that came out? No, I, I, I read it. about that again. I kind of want to see that. I heard it's really good. You told me it was good, right? It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, For like a low budget movie that costs like nothing right, to make, it was right. Right, right. Uh, Anthony, have you bought your tickets to Black Panther yet? The pre-sales are strong. I have not. No, I am yeah. going to. I am going to see it uh, that Thursday. I just have to coordinate with one of my friends to go see it. 
Okay, yeah, I'm gonna try to see it as soon as possible, uh, and we will uh, review it as soon as possible. We there will. may be it's a it's a crazy weekend for work though, so I don't know. Is it? To, yes, okay, it's a little tight, so I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll figure it out. Uh, let's wrap up the show with a little bit of feedback. Last episode, Anthony wasn't here, and I know you didn't listen, so we talked sh- we talked shit place. about you the whole time. Good, because I was like, he's not gonna listen to this. It's so good. I can, you should talk shit. I about can me. check his behind Snapchat. my back is the best. <laughs> yes, that's when you should talk shit about somebody. Uh, hashtag ass eating season. Yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, but I threw out on our wins was streaming TV and specifically Black Mirror. And I said, I want to review every episode of Black Mirror. How I many episodes to- are there? There's 20. I will watch it. Oh, yay. Okay. Talking nerd. Because Jason Mamert, voice from the underground, he goes, um, F yes to Black Mirror review, Imran. I haven't seen every episode, but it's badass. He says, I'll review that shit with you if the jock can't. Great, well-written, underrated Where's show. Where's he from, Jason Mamert? He uh, it's from the voice from the underground oh, podcast. Oh, that's right. I've been talking to him, and I, I don't know where he was from. He used to live in Chicago, I believe, and doesn't live here anymore. And mm. uh, so he knows the area. He's a Cubs fan. Good. Yeah, I know. I, I'm well aware of that. He 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 wants me to come on his baseball preview show. You should do it. Well, no, I will. It's right just, on. We're, I'm early plugging it. You get to talk sports without any judgment from nerds no. or any yawns or snickers or us going, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Right. <laughs> and Lisa Morrison also uh, seconded it and said, I agree. I'd love to hear you guys review Black Mirror. I don't think this season was quite as good as previous ones, but it's still an awesome show. It is the smartest science fiction on television, so good. Uh, all right, we'll uh, we'll we'll get that rolling. That should eat up like half of the year until we get to Game of Thrones. So it'll be good in between the movie reviews. Yeah, can't wait for you to check it out, Anthony. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty good. Right. I I haven't watched every episode. Well, now you will because we're gonna go from the beginning one by one. One by one, uh, really? Holy yes, shit. yes. Because they're in seasons, but they're short seasons. But really, each episode needs to be discussed individually. Because I guarantee you, watch an episode and then you just need to talk about it with someone. Because I think that we should just talk about the really good ones. I don't think that yeah. we have to talk well, about we every single one. The list. Mm. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay, who's to say what it's a really? No, I think we should watch them all. Whatever, we'll we'll arm wrestle for it. We'll figure it out. I don't know. I, just, I can't see myself doing all twenty episodes. It's not that many. We talk. I mean, we. I got through seventy episodes. We didn't. Why don't we just do episodes. the seasons? Uh we'll figure it out. We'll have. A, right. We'll have a discussion. Okay. There's arguments for both sides. We'll start with one, and you'll see. We'll see where it goes. Okay. All right, gang. Any any final thoughts? Anybody got? Otherwise, we're all done here. I saw the Godzilla anime. Ah, uh, yes, Rugs. Give us a quick review recommendation. Well, okay, this is what I'll say about it. Now, there's a lot to like about it um because um it is different and it's it's like a world building event basically so i told you the kind of the story last time but basically you know uh godzilla has uh, and the monsters have like attacked the earth so many times and uh, humans only they could do is think is is to nuke it right nuke godzilla so they nuke it with everything they have they don't kill it but they've managed to fuck up the environment. So they have to leave. And um, just so happens uh, that aliens show up and go, hey, we're almost all dead. And <laughs> we see that you're almost all dead and you fucked up the planet that we wanted to live on. So why don't you just hitch a ride with us and we'll try and find another place. Okay. We'll all live together. Okay. So they do that and then nothing, they can never find a place. And they say, fuck it, let's go back to Earth. And they come back to Earth, and they find that... Uh, but 20,000 entire... years go by? 
Yeah, because they're they're warping all over the world. Oh. And, and bending space and time. Okay. So they're out for 20 years, but they come back 20 years later. And uh, it's actually a long time, like 20,000 20, years. years. And basically the whole Earth has been uh, now uh, taken over by Godzilla, I right guess. On. And that's the story. But like, it's a lot of world building. It's a sci-fi thing. It takes Godzilla in a new direction. Um, and uh, it's basically the story of this one character that wants to kill Godzilla because, you know, he's mad at him because he had to make him leave Earth and there's always that one his guy. Whole life. Yeah. And so he's got a big boner to kill Godzilla. And there you have it. Um, so that's pretty compelling. Let me just take a drink of water. This is called, it's on Netflix called Godzilla Monster let's, Planet. Let's, let's get to the point that everyone cares about that anyone ever watches Godzilla. Is it, uh, yes. What is that question, Anthony? Are the fights any good? Is there monster on monster battle there, action? There is. If you're watching this for Godzilla doing cool stuff, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> That's too bad. Because Godzilla's in it. And even though I like kind of like the design of him being all buff and stuff, he really doesn't do much. It's like if you thought Shin Godzilla didn't move around, this barely, this guy barely moves around too. That's stupid. It's like it. even like it's on either on the same level or worse than Shin Godzilla. So what's their excuse this time? Because he's animated. I don't know. That's what drove me nuts. I'm like, <laughs> Make you a have move. you have this you have this medium where you can do like so much with Godzilla, and you don't, and you barely have him in the movie. Uh, they did this like cheesy thing in the beginning where it was like a montage of still images. I'm like, animate that shit. Like, animate Godzilla fucking up the world and you guys attacking him. Like, I want to oh, see, see that shit. I see, but it's shit. like still tableaus of yeah, the thing. Yeah, so like, hmm. a, like, Toho, for some reason, they can't get Godzilla in any other medium than Suitmation. They can't fucking make it work. They tried it with Shin Godzilla. They, they, didn't, they missed the mark for me as far as animating something and breathing life into something and making it cool and entertaining to watch. If you like watching a bunch of people fire shit into a mountain, yeah, that's pretty much what that's you're all watching. That happened to oh this God. movie. Um, Man. But, I mean, there was one cool scene where, like, Godzilla moved his tail. Oh, well, he moves <laughs> oh, his no. tail. Oh, oh shit. shit. And, I mean, all these Godzilla geeks are getting these huge boners for it. I'm like, I don't, why are you, like, this is the reason you keep getting shit sandwiches, because yeah. you're eating them yeah. and liking it. Why are they gonna? Why would they change the recipe if you guys are gonna eat anything they hand to you? Well, I'm just happy they have a Godzilla movie out. I'm like, no, don't be happy because yeah. these people are. Toho is just really fucking shitting the bed big time. Wow, so they know that. that. All they got to do is make the tail move, and everyone goes into a frenzy. Yeah, they don't got to do anything so else. I now there's a caveat here. Is basically it is part one of a of a trilogy. Oh, that's right. That's right. Huh. That's right. And even though it's an hour and twenty minutes. There's going to be two more installments that are going to flesh the rest of the story out. So this is the setup. Now, at the end of this movie, basically you realize, oh, there's going to be some fucked up shit happening. And it gets a cliffhanger for the next movie. Uh, All right. Now, the thing is, I would be so on board with it, even with the limited Godzilla screen time. if If when he was on screen, he was actually doing something. Other than basically being still and the camera moving around him. And uh, that's about it. Like, there's no, like, you call the movie Godzilla. You got to have, like, something memorable about Godzilla in it. So, anyway, I'm on board to see the rest because 
like it the world building is cool the idea is cool i love this idea of like okay because it doesn't throw any baggage to like actual godzilla canon it doesn't like undo anything like shin godzilla did it doesn't be like oh everything you love about godzilla is thrown away it's like no they don't really do that but like They've just said he's aged and it's been 20,000 years, it's so he's going to be different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that makes sense. Man, and, I don't uh, even know if I want to watch this. I, I guess if I'm... Uh, I think it's entertaining. Okay. It's just not... If you're look, if you're going there to look, see how cool Godzilla is, which is the reason I tuned in, Yeah, is uh, it's not the greatest. But if you're going to watch a cool little sci-fi film, it's fine. Is it subtitled? No, you got dubs. Oh, there's dub. a dub you version? Make sure that you hit the dub. Oh, so you dub. can listen subtitled or dub if you want. Yeah. Mm. How did you watch it? You watched the dub? I watched the dub because I don't want to... If reading puts me to sleep immediately. <laughs> I used to love only watching... You gotta read words in order. I only liked watching the subtitled ones when I was a younger guy, yeah, but yeah. now I fall asleep immediately, so... <laughs> How's the du- the voice dubbing? Fine. Okay. Anthony, are you interested this in the, at all in this? <laughs> uh, If it was... Well, No. <laughs> uh, the said skip it I, I, I was like oh, shit. I, I mean I'm not interested in anime um, I saw the, the trailers and I didn't see much that I liked other than maybe the Godzilla design and hearing uh, Rug Boy on the air and Bilotti John Bilotti Jr. off the air I, I'm not interested at all All right. Then. yeah it's kind of a disappointment that sucks but, that's too bad but you know what I'm happy that uh, they're, they're gonna make a trilogy and hopefully um, there will be a monster a monster fight, and that'll be worth watching. I don't know because they've done they've made Godzilla so humongous in this thing that I don't even think another monster is gonna be, even come up to his fucking balls. <laughs> well, the whole trilogy may be actually good. We don't know yet, but I'll check it out. I will check it out just to see what all the hubbub is. What is that? Who's got there? Who's somebody's blowing up? That's me. That's me. <laughs> is that a booty call? Hoes are calling, man. Hoes are calling. <laughs> Hoes are calling. You know what that means, listener. We're going to wrap it up, Rugs. Where can the listener find you? You can find me on Twitter at ReallyRugBoy. Give him a follow. Hey, if you want to hear more from the nerd, yours truly, I host a podcast called Trivia Geeks Live. Uh, we will be doing some episodes live on Facebook. We did one yesterday. It's lots of fun, and I will try to interact with the comments the next time, but hosting is hard. I have to juggle a lot of things. Uh, like the Trivia Geeks live page on Facebook and you will get a notification when we go live. You can watch us. And thanks for listening, listeners. Subscribe and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating, a review. Tell a friend. Spread it around. Post this in all the Facebook groups and Twitter memes. Put hashtag Sigs inside. Post the ass show. season. Hashtag ass eating season. Send it. Duck. Send it. Uh, thanks for listening, mine. And sign up for the Patreon. Yeah, so we you, can get you some... should literally just be going to people's phones. Throwing Grab their you, phone. Or throwing, yeah, taking their phone, subscribing to the Jock and Nerd podcast, throwing <laughs> it back to them without them looking and being like, send it. And just yes, throwing it over. That's a good move. Yeah. Give them one of these. Jock and Nerd. And then grab their phone, subscribe them, go send it, and just toss the phone at their head. Yeah. I like that. Whip it at their head. I like that move. That'll definitely leave an impression, both literally and figuratively. Sign up for the Patreon listener. You may get some salacious boat stories from Anthony. I don't know. We'll find out what happens. But thanks for listening. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll catch you next time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.
I'm I'm sending you unintentional penises. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay, hold on. Unintentional penis. Oh, I love the weather penises. Those are always great. <laughs> the weather penises. Weather penis is always funny because it's too late to catch it, and it's oh my god! Look at the Punisher toy penis. <laughs> That's fantastic. The it's rocket fires out of his crotch. It's fun stuff. Disney. Oh, it's this one. Disney. Pe- oh, that is a Dora the Explorer penis shaped uh, container. Is that what, that is? what the fuck? Why is penis so funny? I don't know. It's like farts are funny and penis is funny and penises are funny. Ball- Here's the Wolverine thing. They <laughs> ball great. to the groin is always funny. Oh, right out of his penis. It shoots. Huh? <laughs> so you have to inflate that by You'd blowing. Have to blow Wolverine. You gotta blow order. Wolverine if you want to use this thing. <laughs> like that's an unfortunate place to. St- who somebody oh. had to get fired over that? <laughs> I wish I illustrated that and I put that. I, that's that's intentional. But these yeah. these guys are doing this on purpose. You yeah, gotta blow Wolvie to inflate that motherfucker. You gotta blow. <laughs> There's so many of them. It's like it's Wolfie. nonstop. There's a Spider-Man one. And all kinds of shit. Just Google unintentional penis. Unintentional penis toys. That'll give you the good stuff. Okay. All right, let's get back to work. There we go. Back to work.